Hello and welcome to Master Your Coaching Biz, a podcast for rising coaches and entrepreneurs who want to design the life of their dreams and make a massive impact on the world while building an inspired, successful, and profitable business. I'm your host, Cheryl Thacker, Master Board Certified Coach, trainer, ICF Mentor Coach, international speaker, and founder of Successful Coaches Enterprise. I believe that every coach has a unique gift to present to the world, and I'm humbled that I've had the opportunity to work with hundreds of coaches and entrepreneurs on their journey to mastering their business. Join me each week as we explore all things coaching to master your business with tools, techniques, and strategies to create and market your products, get visible, make an impact, and grow your business. Listen in on interviews with leading coaches and entrepreneurs sharing their stories and best tips to teach, inspire, and empower you. Observe coaching sessions, participate in Q&A, and learn how to master your mindset to enhance your coaching skills. Are you ready to build the life and business of your dreams while doing what you love? Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of the Master Your Coaching Biz podcast. And today's guest is Jason Wright. He's the founder of Intentionally Inspirational, and they are a digital agency that offers sales funnel strategy and architecture. Welcome, Jason. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad you're here too. Tell us a little bit about you and your company. Um, All right. So a little bit about me. Um, I'm the typical quick corporate America twice, uh, really rough road to entrepreneurship type of person. Um, You know, it it sounds easy and then you find out it's not. And once you have success, you're like, actually, it is kind of easy, but I was trying to make it hard. So that's like a really high level, quick version of my path. Uh, My company is uh, niched down quite a bit over the years. Uh, We focus, like you said, on the sales funnel strategy. So we talk about uh, building the email list, engaging it, and making more sales from a high level. And then architecture, we talk about helping you build the machine. So our big focus is on the back end of the sales funnel. Active campaign is kind of our uh, platform of choice for all of that. And uh, you know, we do a lot with email and text automated marketing. So gives you some idea of who you're talking to. So for new coaches that are just getting started, you know, I try to, I try to talk to the coaches that I work with around starting the email list pretty early on. Um, but the, it seems very overwhelming, (laughs) I think to a lot of them, like simple, um, you know, strategies that you use with the newer people that are just getting started. Yep. So like you said, I mean, building the list is really important because if you want to build a business on social media, it's a really dangerous game to play. Right. Um, Facebook is obviously a big one and, you know, the algorithms change and rules change all the time. So having your own way to connect your, your, to your audience is super important. Uh, and I'm a big fan. I'm really bullish on email and text both, but, uh, the simplest way is, you know, giving people value in exchange for their email address. So lead magnets, uh, giving people, you know, you know, videos, um, PDFs, white pages, et cetera, et cetera or a good way, and you want to think about it, if somebody's going to give me their email address, how do I give them 20 to $25 worth of value? So a lead magnet should have that much perceived value, all of them. Uh, that's exactly why I sign up for my newsletter is not very popular and it doesn't work very well. Yeah. Even though somebody may love you getting on your newsletter, I mean, how many more emails do any of us need? Nobody needs more. So it's, it's a harder sell, but getting people into your list in exchange for value and then continuing to talk to them once they're on your list. The biggest mistake I see with new entrepreneurs, new coaches, 
is they start to build a list and then they're like, I don't know what to do with it. So they never talk to people because like, I don't have anything to say. And then you've just wasted your time because you're not, the list provides you no value. Right. So, yeah. And that that's true. Um, getting some kind of a habit in place of really emailing your list continually, um, consistently. I think, you know, if, if, if half the coaches just did one day a week, it would be, you know, it would be phenomenal. Um, but typically I suggest around three times a week, at least I, I know some coaches that do it daily and that's, I think is too much for some, but, uh, what would you say is a good number that, that typically works for email marketing, um, to email how many times a week? Once a week's great because like you say, consistency is king. Everybody says content's king. I say consistency is king. Their content's very important, but consistency is more important. Uh, think about this. If you want to work out, right, and you expect to see results, it doesn't matter how good your workouts are if they're not consistent. Yeah. And that's why consistency is more important than content. You may have the best workout in the world. If you do it once a month, nothing's ever going to change. It's the same way with marketing. And I always talk about marketing um, in the same light as building a new relationship. If you and I are next door neighbors and I welcome you to the neighborhood and say hi when you move in and then I don't talk to you for six months and ask you for something, it's probably gonna be a little awkward because you're gonna be like, who are you again? It's the same thing that happens with our lists, right? If we don't talk to them uh, and I, I guess you could go to the other extreme as well, right? If you talk too often, I'm going to be that annoying neighbor that you try to avoid. So <laughs> find the happy median, but do what's uh, true to your personality. You know, if you're a three time a week person, roll with it, own it. Um, if it's a little bit, feels a little heavy and you want to go to two or one day a week, or maybe once every two weeks, it's better than nothing at all for sure. So I think that a lot of coaches get stuck on, like you said, what do I write? Yep. So what kind of content, um, do you typically help with, uh, with coaches being able to communicate and build relationships? Yeah, the challenge I would throw out there is think of your business in five buckets, right? Five different angles, kind of like a Venn diagram that overlap and still make sense for your business. So uh, whatever coaching you might do is, is probably a piece of that. Uh, maybe your personal story is another piece of that. Maybe um, you, you're just finding different angles that are kind of true to you and the brand that's not all about the same thing. You need variety as a writer and your audience needs variety as a reader as well. So with my business, as example, we might talk about entrepreneurship. We might talk about startups, marketing from a high level, active campaign very specifically, and maybe uh, sales funnel strategy more specifically as well. And it allows us to kind of like build this, uh, this multi-dimensional thing that's bigger than just one specific uh, topic. And I'm always a fan, write the way you speak. Conversational copy works because people get pulled into it, right? When somebody makes a, a story post on Facebook that's real, it's interesting because it's somebody's life. You should write the same way. It makes it much easier. What would you say is a good, so, okay, once a week, variety. What is a good strategy for somebody just getting started as far as building a funnel? Yep. So the, the funnel is really a couple of things, right? Um, it's traffic. It's fine. It's getting people to find your website or your landing pages, it is the front end, it's the pages they see, the landing pages, the opt-in forms, et cetera, and then it's the back end. Everybody approaches the funnel, in my opinion, backwards. They focus it on the order that I just told you. Really what you should do is focus on the back end first because that's the foundation of everything. Once I get people onto my list, what am I gonna give them and where are they gonna go? That needs to be the first thing you think about. Once you get that put together, 
what pages do they need to see and what opt-in forms do they need to get on? And then how do I get more people in front of my brand, right? So that traffic is, it's important, but it should be the last thing you do. Um, if you build a staircase and it goes to nothing up in the air, um, you may get traffic to walk up that staircase, but what happens once they get to the top? Nothing. So that's the same thing that happens when people focus on the funnel the wrong way. A funnel does not have to be a complicated thing at all. Uh, there's so much buzz out there around them. It's so overwhelming. People can't wrap their mind around it. Think about this. Uh, when people discover your brand and what you do, right, can you get them on a list, right? Maybe they're a new client. Maybe they're a potential client in the future, et cetera, et cetera. Getting them on a list is step one. And then uh, having something to sell at some point is a, is a good strategy, right? Are you going to sell everybody? No. Some people may take six months or years to convert, and that's fine. But um, getting them into that list and having a well-crafted offer is the basic funnel right there. So I know that a lot of people do have that those simple steps, right? They join yeah. MailChimp, or which I can't stand, by the way. But <laughs> I hate MailChimp. Oh, man, I hate it. Um, uh, or, and I actually suggest AWeber for new, newer coaches, but you know, I use, I've used plenty of other ones in the past, yep. but, um, but a lot of coaches do have those first steps. Like, okay, I have a PDF, you know, linked to my MailChimp and I can send that out. Yep. Um, but they have a hard time getting people signing up for, you know, for that list. So what kind of suggestions do you have from a, you know, from the backend perspective of getting more people to actually opt in? Well, it's interesting. If people aren't opting in and you're getting traffic to see your offer, it may not be an offer they care about. So one piece of advice I give everybody who will listen, don't become married to your offer, right? If you love it and the market's telling you they don't care, it doesn't matter. It's not going to work. So make sure the offer, if it's an ebook, if it's an ebook and plus an explainer video or something like that, make sure it's something they actually want. And you'll know because your conversion rate should be 20% or so or better. If they're less than 20%, it's either not a very good offer or the people that are seeing it are not the right people. So it's like this challenge of the offer versus the audience. If you have a really good audience and a decent offer, you can build a very successful company, right? It's not all rocket science, but, um, you know, what kind of coaches do you work with? Is it all kinds of coaches? My mind goes to fitness coaching a lot because I've got oh. friends in that space and I've got, um, you know, a lot of people I've worked with in that space as well. Yeah, it's life coaches, relationship coaches, business uh, coaches, that type of thing. I mean, there's an occasional, uh, there's wellness coaches, but there's an occasional fitness coach, but typically it's the other side. Okay, gotcha. And really it's, um, it's universal. So the stuff we're talking about is universal, which is good. It's still relevant, but- um, having a tangible asset's great, but I find everything with a video or with a video is even better. So for example, you could take an existing ebook or PDF, you could throw in a, a bonus explainer video where you're literally on screen share telling the person getting it how to get the most value out of it in the shortest amount of time, right? Um, Loom is a video software I use to screen and record a lot. I made over 1500 videos last year on it to make a lot of videos because video is amazing for all of us. So being, being able to just add in a little bit of that will help you craft better offers. But if people actually are seeing value in the offer, it'll convert well. So we talked about like the setting it up part and um, you know, just having a good value, valuable opt-in that somebody's going to say, yeah, I'll give you my email for that. Yep. And then, um, yeah. And then just really uh, testing it. Right. So if it's not converting, then maybe you need to 
uh, change what you're offering. Yep. Could so, be the audience or the offering, either one or both. Well, and that's a good point because, you know, if you're creating, uh, when I work with coaches, we're looking at what is your target audience? Yep. What is something of value that they need? What's one small problem that you yep. can solve or one small goal, goal that you can help them reach? Um, and so that really comes with the research ahead of time of your ideal client. And I think that the audience, if you do that, the audience is not usually the problem, but the, what you're offering. Yep. <laughs> a secret is, is if you go to some of your best current clients and you say, Hey, I'm trying to put together a, a new value add for, for people like yourself, when you were getting started, what was the one thing that would have been most valuable to you? Get that real feedback from your dream client. It makes it so much easier, right? Some of the best offers I've ever put together. wasn't my idea. I had people come to me and say, Hey, I've got this need. And I'll pay whatever for it. Can you help me with this? And I'd be like, yeah, that, that's kind of in line with what we want to do anyway. Let's, let's do that. And I found some of the best things ever just by being receptive to those kind of conversations. So um, we're not going to figure everything out on our own. We're not going to pick an avatar and it's going to be the greatest avatar uh, always for our business. You might find that it pivots over time as you see more niche opportunities within your current niche. It's a really interesting journey that finding that perfect audience and that, that perfect avatar for sure. And I think a good point is that if your niche is too broad, that that's, it's going to be difficult to, oh, yeah. to offer something. Yep. And that's a struggle with coaches is getting them, the, you know, yeah. we want to be everything to everybody. So it's hard yeah. to get that niche down. Yep. Yeah. So uh, so if you're, if you're having, if you're trying to build lists and you have something that's pretty general, it's, you know, it's not going to speak to anybody. You're not going to get people on your list. Yep. Yeah, really. It, uh, something I was just thinking about here recently was um, once you kind of get dialed into that niche that you enjoy working with, it makes sense. It's good business. Your offer should attract a small amount of people and repel everybody else because they're like, that doesn't make any sense for me. And that's when you know you're, you're on the right track for sure. It was kind of a discovery I had. And I was like, yeah, this is, uh, this is interesting. You know, what we're really focused on now as a company is very different than it was a year ago. It's similar, but it's so much more narrow. It's goofy. So when that, when that right person jumps on a call, I mean, the close rate's sky high. It, it's, it's just amazing what happens when you get the right audience in the right offer it just becomes almost too easy. So, yeah. That, and that makes total sense. And, um, again, so even, uh, selling products or creating packages and pricing products that all really comes from that same concept yeah. of really narrowing down your focus so that first of all, you can get really good at helping that, yeah. that narrowed down focus, but also, uh, so that you're heard and seen in the right space. I love that. Yeah. Um, so you work with, um, which, which platform did you say? Active campaign. So almost everybody that I speak to from the initial conversation has some kind of a need around active campaign. I see. Yep. And, um, and if you, and have you worked with others in the past? I'm assuming. Other platforms? Yeah. Yeah. Once upon a time, I was a Jason of all trades. And then I realized this is a horrible idea because it's not scalable, you know? So yeah. I, I just kind of said, is there enough use with this one platform? And there, there's a lot. So yeah, it's uh, we've niched down very specifically over time. Okay. Yep. And um, what else? So I know that there's um, a ton of different things that you can do with you know a, an autoresponder or uh, email marketing. But what are the things that people should look for? Like if it's with Active Campaign or, or any other one, like what are the things that are really important for them to you know to align with? 
Yeah, it's a good question. So beyond the idea of the autoresponder or the drips or whatever you want to call them, um, my favorite thing about active campaign, I know you can do it in other programs, but is utilizing the pipeline in conjunction with automation. So here's an example. Say I'm a coach and you're a potential coaching client. We have a conversation. I figure out what, uh, where you're at and what you're looking for and say, you know, we might be a fit. So here's my options for you. You're probably not going to buy on the first call right there, right? You might, you might not. Here's where most people go wrong. After that call, I could say to anybody, what is your, what is your follow-up process looks like, look like? Uh, well, and it's, it's never a well thought out thing. There's a huge opportunity after you present your options as a coach to put people into a nurture sequence that's email and text and follows up with them until you get that verbal commitment, right? Yeah, I want to do this. Let's roll. When you get that, you move them forward in your pipeline. And then the next thing that gets nurtured is after they say I'm in, you nurture them until they actually close. Those two steps are absolutely business changing because nobody does them well manually. Oh, I write them down on my, my legal pad or I'll send them an email in a few days. But guess what? When life gets crazy, people fall through the cracks. You miss opportunities. My process now after I present options is six months. It runs for six months and it's automated and it works very, very well. Even when somebody says, send me the invoice, if they don't pay within a day or two, they fall into another sequence. It keeps reminding them because if you say you want to work together, you've got to pay the invoice so we can work together. So let's go. So those are some areas being able to use a very visual, very simple pipeline powered by automation to help get more new business in the door. So that. having a software that has that capability, in my opinion, is very wise. Active campaign is one of them. All right. Awesome. So we're kind of winding down here. Um, what kind of maybe top two tips that you had for that you would have for uh, new coaches that we haven't touched on yet? Um, you know, a big piece of it, we've been talking about the sales funnel, a big piece we haven't really talked about is the traffic, um, getting, always getting yourself in front of new audiences, right? That's always going to be the most work once you get everything else set up. How do I keep exposing what I'm doing to new potential clients? So, um, that traffic thing is uh, something we all have to pay attention to. You know, if you like video, maybe, you know, podcasts and YouTube are a good thing. If you hate video, don't, don't do video social media because it's never going to work, but, uh, focusing on spending the time that you do have on getting your company and yourself in front of more people. That's a kind of a never ending thing that we should all be focusing on. So doing that and uh, just remembering if, you know, if they're new in business that uh, no sales, no business. So if you don't make sales, you just have an expensive hobby. And it took me a long time to understand that concept, but um, remembering that, that revenue solves all problems in business. Yeah, absolutely. Love that. And um, I think you have a free gift. Um, yeah. Yep. Perfectemailsecrets.com. Um, it gives you a welcome sequence. So basically when people opt into your list, it's a getting to know you. This is who we are and what to expect. Uh, and it gives you that template and shows you with a quick little explainer video how to set that up. So it's uh, something every business needs. Awesome. And that, will, that link will be in the show notes. Um, so thank you so much, Jason, for joining us today. Lots of great information, guys. I hope you took notes and, uh, if not, you can also re-listen to the episode and take notes from our show, uh, from our website, from the show notes. So thanks everybody for joining us today. Thank you, Jason. And, um, I will see you guys on the next episode. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening in today. I'm so glad we got to spend this time together. 
If you love today's show, please consider leaving me a review on the Apple Podcast app so other coaches can find the podcast. For more information about me, visit SuccessfulCoaches.com. For daily inspiration and affirmations, follow me on Instagram at Coach Cheryl Thacker. Be sure to send me a DM so I can say hello. Until next time, to your success.